0: United States submarine base at Key West Florida. the dispatch that quoted President Truman's press secretary, Charles Ross, as saying that President Truman has no knowledge of any secret project by this government that would give substance to the existence of such objects. Ross also said that both the Air Force and the Navy denied- It's so fucking good. Noelle's just
1: sending me TikToks of her talking shit on people, but she's like, I'm gonna context for the shit talking and then send a tiktok which makes it funnier Um,
0: (laughs) dude I've been cyberbullying Utah political figures all day man I'm fucking (laughs) juiced up I'm fucking juiced up just in case none of you know let me inform you so let me give a little fucking breakdown here Um, for those not in Utah we have silly willy liquor laws here and it all stems from the mormon church running the state even though everyone's like i'll never forget when the when governor cox literally went and did a a psa Uh and was like i would like to ask all utahns to join us in a weekend of prayer oh when covid started Uh, well it was during the drought over the summer oh it was the drought Yeah, it was. Oh my god, I'm getting my apocalyptic events. There's been so many, and I posted it, and I was like, "The separation of church and state, where?" And everyone was like, "This, I guess it. We got all the little fucking Mormon jerk off losers who were like." Latter-day Saints. And they're like, this has nothing to do with the separation of church and state. And I'm like, so you're telling me they're not filming in a state governor office, and they're not filming with government interns and employees, and they are not filming with government equipment, and they uh, did not use our taxpayer government time to yeah, got record, him. edit, distribute, publish this yeah, because that. um that's baby. That's where churches take go, uh, they go, uh, uh-uh. uh. If he would have recorded this on his iPhone in his living room on a Sunday and put Fine. it on his personal page, whatever. But that's not what fucking happened. So lick my ass from front to back. Okay? Period. Period. Duh. So, besides that, I'm, I am I want to, ooh, I'm just thinking about them. They're on my TikTok still. I'm going to, come find me, bitch. <laughs> anyway, anyway. <laughs>
1: Noel, you're hurting my arm. I can't.
0: Oh, man. Okay, okay, okay. Let me me, get it. So anyway, the point of saying this is that there is no separation of church and state here, despite what all of the cucks for the church will tell you. And that manifests itself every day in our fucking liquor laws. Um, Here are just some for you. Uh, Some of you may be familiar with the iron curtain, you know, that thing that, you know blocked communism, if you will, from the rest of the world. Um, Here we have it, and it's called the Zion Curtain, because we have, like, the Mm -hmm. Zion Mountain Range. And that refers to the actual wall that has to be built in eating establishments that pour beer, because in Utah, it is illegal to pour an alcoholic beverage in the presence or view of a child. Yeah. And this has gone so far as to the new performing arts center. Beautiful, beautiful structural display of modern technology and the arts smashing together the mm-hmm. week before it was supposed to open the DABC, which is the department of alcohol, like their controlled unit in Utah did a run through a walkthrough of it. And we're like, Ugh! yeah. Ah, I'm here on the third floor and I can look up and see the bar top and the private VIP section. No, you got yeah, to I put a that. fucking wall there. So they had to yeah. delay opening and build this hideous wall. So the poor little Mormon children's eyes wouldn't be burned by the sight of a beer being poured. That's one silly law. Another one is like, we can't have discounted alcohol. So no happy hours anywhere because mm-hmm. you can Discounted alcohol encourages drinking. And the most important one is that all of the alcohol, well, I should say liquor, has to be purchased through a state-run liquor store. And that also means that not only does the, the state control all of the distribution of liquor, they also get to tax that liquor with the state general tax which is about 5%. So yeah. you are getting fucked when you buy alcohol from the state run liquor stores. They have shitty fucking hours and they're closed on Sunday. They oh, they strategically put like one in every fucking county so it's like insane to even Busy try to every time. get there. Yeah. It's horrible.
1: I'll go it's, at like noon on a Monday.
0: Line out the door. Doesn't still, matter. Yeah. Oh yeah, still. And um it's 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 just fucking silly stupid you so you can't whereas anywhere else you could go to a gas station the supermarket and get alcohol you can't do that in utah you have to go to a state liquor store and there are dry
1: counties where there's no alcohol there's
0: nothing yeah and they did loosen it up in some places where you could get like you could get beer in the supermarket but it had to be um it used to be three percent and under but they raised it i think to five percent um there were even big beer manufacturers like Budweiser is a big one that made special beer, just low point, low volume, low alcohol by volume 3% to be sold in Utah so that they could still have sales in the supermarket because it is hard and inconvenient and time consuming and more expensive to go to the state run liquor store. So they were trying to recreate their alcohol so that it could be sold in um, regular grocery stores and corner stores and gas stations in, in the state. And when they, uh, when the state jumped it to 5%, which happened right before COVID, Budweiser came out and did a fucking parade and brought the Budweiser um, Clydesdales yeah. and their little, like, drawn carriage just went through downtown. It was a whole fucking thing. Well, the state legislator decided that they have been too fucking nice and want to take it all back. Um, Last year, last fiscal year, the DABC, so the Department of Alcohol Consumption in Utah, through the state-run liquor stores alone, made $517 million, which was I think, like, double in comparison to the year before. Basically, like, it just... The numbers keep rising. They keep getting yeah. more and more money. Um, So, you're, you're like, what does this have to do with anything? Well, some fucking Mormon cuck and his little cuck interns... Because Utah has very specific, silly, made-up, fucking wacky wheels definitions of, like, alcohol, liquor, beer, whatever.
1: Yeah, there was, like, a time even where... There were signs saying this is a restaurant because of some of the liquor laws that got passed where restaurants had to designate whether they were a bar or a restaurant just because they happened to serve alcohol. It was yeah, very weird. Yeah, do you remember yeah. that? Everything yeah. was like, this they, is a bar, not they a restaurant. Still,
0: yeah, they still do. They, had to, they do have they to have really? signs in front oh that gosh. say this is a bar, this is a restaurant. It, also to that, the state gives out liquor license. You can't just like open a business and also serve alcohol. You have to get... Yeah approval by the state of utah to serve alcohol in your establishment and, and they only have x amount yeah. of licenses that they give out every year yeah and people who have not gotten approved
1: after being approved for like decades lose their business immediately yeah immediately it's, because yeah they have an established business in an area and then suddenly like their profits are undercut and another thing that they did in conjunction with like um raise it like letting us sell five percent was they lowered the blood alcohol content that you can have to get like felony intoxication. Oh right? yeah. will
0: you look that up. Um yeah. so yeah the what Chelsea's saying is when Utah said now in grocery stores you can buy beer that is five percent rather than three percent or below they raised the um the DUI essentially uh alcohol limit. So in every basically they're setting you up for failure. Basically they're saying if you even take it's so low that I remember when this law first changed, a local news station, I think it was the Trib, um the Salt Lake Tribune, they did like an investigation where they even took a fucking swig of the you know the like orange brown Listerine that's the most fucking potent of them all. They took a swig of that, you know, did it for a minute or whatever, spit it out, blue, and they blew What would get you pulled over and charged with the DUI in the state of Utah now?
1: Yeah. Um, Utah's – so the national average is Mm 0.08. Utah's is 0.05. It is the lowest drunken driving limit in the nation.
0: Does it say what the equivalent is to get a 0.05? Yeah, let's look. B-A-C – Like, it's like two beers or something. It's very low. It's insanely low. Like Basically, like, if if you have a drink, you have to just not drive or take an Uber anywhere. It's not actually, in Utah, it's not, are you driving under the influence? It's, do you consume alcohol in a responsible and legal way and drive a vehicle? Because that's not allowed here. They just are trying to punish you at every turn. Yeah. So it's, if you have two beers. Yep. I knew it.
1: That's it. Two beers. And that's if you're, like, of average weight. So you and I, uh, just as women, our blood alcohol would be higher Mm -hmm. with two Celsius. Like, you know what I mean? Like
0: Yeah, it's beers. It's not shots. It's not cocktails. It's beers. Some of the lowest points. it's Utah beer. Yeah. That's 5% beer. So if
1: you had one regular beer out of state, you'd probably be above it.
0: Yeah, it's fucking insane. So this brings me to... What happened recently? So last week, Senate Bill 176 came onto the floor and it said, well, and this is how you know they're just little fucking little bald headed cucks. They were like, based off of Utah's definition of what is a beer and what is a liquor, certain seltzers qualify as one or the other. So they're like fucking mango white claw because of its ingredients list is a beer, but watermelon white claw because of its ingredients list is a liquor. So the bill is saying that based on – and they, these are like ingredients that have nothing to do with like – it's so arbitrary, right? Yeah. And they're saying like, oh. Well, these are liquors now, so they have to be taken out of the grocery stores and the corner stores and the gas stations and put into the state-run liquor stores. It's like when they said pizza technically counts as a vegetable because it's content. Yeah. Well, it's just like it's so insane that they could even literally take a fucking White Claw multi-pack and be like, two of these stay, two of these go. And it's just coming down to them being able to get the sweeping hand that says, hard seltzers because they're one of the most popular selling items in grocery stores and we can't get our grubby little Mormon hands on them to fucking tax the fucking shit out of them and put them in the States in the state-run liquor stores. Like we're going to, we're going to fucking, we're going to find that one little, that one little rule, that one little rule that we made up that has nothing to do with anything other than like what the little voices in our head told us is beer. We're going to pick on that and say, Oh, now, now, the fucking, you know, I think a cheap case of White Claw you could get at Walmart for 15 bucks. The most expensive being like at a fucking 7-Eleven for 17 times that 5-5% now. Yeah. That's what's going to be. And you have to go to a state liquor store to get it. Which it's so weird to me because like, like people will just go to the fucking liquor store. You
1: know what I mean? If they need it because that's what they've been doing. But it is like boot on the throat unnecessary like yeah we- well that's
0: what fucking kills me is that like this state is so like red-blooded red-blooded republican like you know the government can't take my gun the government you know this is a stand your ground state in utah yeah. you can just have a gun like you're yeah. like 12 and you can just have a fucking gun yeah you don't i could have, have a gun anyone in utah can have a gun it, you have to get a concealed carry permit if you want to like that it. motherfucking thing on yeah, you yeah
1: but if i want if i'm okay to just fucking strap that shit yeah it's so long as people can see it then i'm fine yeah it is open carry yeah.
0: it's an open carry state like so we're all like give the children guns utah's all like fuck a mask mandate fuck a vaccine mandate the government can't tell me shit blah blah blah, 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 blah. and then they're all like Joseph Smith told me I cannot have alcohol, so I'm going to make a live big baby. It's so fucking stupid. And it's all, so the little Mormons, fuck you guys, literally suck my dick backwards. I've been saying this for weeks, and I mean it from my chest, taking my watermelon white claw. I'm almost a 30-year-old grown-ass woman. You think I want to go to the fucking liquor store with all the 18-year-olds and their fake IDs waiting a line for 15 minutes so some fucker can sneeze on my back not wearing a fucking mask? Fuck you. Anyway. Yeah, I... (laughs)
1: I want my Celsius. I want to be able to pick them up on my way to get my heartburn medicine at Walmart. I can
0: go walk to the fucking 7-Eleven, dickhead. It's
1: rude at this point. Yeah. It's like you're just inconveniencing me, but like nothing's changing. Yeah.
0: And they're taking more money. And that's what I'm trying to say is like the Mormons get to sleep better at night because they're like – We're making it harder for adults to legally consume alcohol. Yay! Joseph Smith and Cloud Daddy would be so fucking proud. And then they also get to rub their rubby little greasy fingers together because they're like, we get to now collect 5% tax on this alcohol since we're shoving it into our state-run liquor stores. We can just spoon feed ourselves large because we're fat, greedy fucks.
1: Yeah. And another thing too is like our air is essentially chewable and it has been for a long time. Like I remember in elementary school that on bad air days, I couldn't go outside because of my asthma. And you would think that if it really was about priority of children or like the other things would a hundred percent come first, like our air quality, our education quality, but that's really not what it is. It's, It's a way for politics to intermingle with I don't want to say moral compass, but it's a way for essentially like modern day. Uh, what did, what was that called when people tried to buy their way into heaven that Martin Luther was against?
0: What? Like the thing that the Catholic church does.
1: Yeah. What was that called? Penance. Yeah. It's something like that. It's like just a different modern day palpal papal abuse of how people are buying their way into heaven is what I feel like it is. And it's just like, Back in the day when Martin Luther, like, did, like, the Protestant Reformation, you know, because people are literally trying to buy their way into heaven. And he thought that was bullshit. And so, like, if you really want to, like, say, like, be religious, like, you got to get away from this, like, sort of self-indulgence type stuff. And
0: <sighs> Well, it just goes to show, like, it isn't it isn't ever. It's all disguised yeah. as such. Just like, yeah, it's, it's Utah indulgent is what it is. Has some of the highest suicide rates in the nation, some of the highest teen suicide rates in the nation, and some of the highest teen homelessness rates in the nation. But our number one health crisis in the state is porn. Yeah,
1: we're the number one worst state to be in if you're a woman.
0: Yeah, No shit. And it's just like, it's never about doing what is morally right, what is just, what is godly, if you will. Yeah. It's always about what gets their little fucking soft dicks slightly hard. Yeah, and
1: it's uh dude, it's unfortunate because like Utah has so much to offer, but it's just and I don't even like I don't even care if
0: there's like a high Mormon presence in the state. Um, Just don't fuck with my shit. Go be yeah. Mormon in your little fucking churches and your little castles, wherever the fuck. Go do your shit. Go yeah. fuck it's, off. It's Mormon Leave presence in a way
1: that doesn't affect me. Like there are inconveniences like the Mormon church owns the mall. So the malls close closed on Sundays and it's like that's really fucking inconvenient because that happens to be my day off and I want to go shopping. Um, also like the Mormons with like Temple Square, like if you're over over there and like you can get harassed a little bit. Like it hasn't happened in a long time where like people had been approached for dress code. hmm those are just, like, sm- such small wraps on the wrist, dare I speak. But this, like, the politics of it just it, – it drives me crazy because every time people are like, oh, this nation was built on Christian standards. I'm like, really? They were built on, like, republic standards, which is – I dare say that the republic as it developed in Greece was not
0: a Christian state. I mean, but I digress. This, this entire country was built on the backs of – heretics and slave owners. Yeah. You know, uh, like people who came over were extremist puritanicals. They weren't know, they trying weren't the fun to, ones no. No, they weren't they were the you know, these are the people who ended up breeding motherfuckers who made cereal to try to make you not jerk off. Yeah. Like literally the the puritans who came over here first were the radicalized, like, super conservative Like, to the point where they were booted out of Europe for being too fucking staunch. They came here. When they said religious freedom, they just meant not persecution for being batshit. Yeah. So, you know,
1: the um, problem is,
0: is that... You spoon-feed that type of rhetoric to a bunch of fucking mentally ill shitbags, you end up with motherfuckers like yeah. us decades later.
1: Well, I found a list that was like 10 of the worst things about Utah. May I read it to you? <laughs> Please. Utahns have the highest rate of melanoma in the country.
0: That's skin cancer for those who don't know. Yeah. We're 61% higher than the national average. It's so weird. Oh Well, I, what do you think that's, that is? Is it because no one uses sunscreen or because we are like so high up in, high elevation? in elevation? Probably both.
1: Mm. Um. Probably like the conservative idea that like I don't put lotion on. Yeah. Uh, we're worst in the nation for gender pay gap. Actually, Provo and Orem are the worst in the nation for the gender pay gap. So just two cities. Mm-hmm are what put us over the edge for the worst. Um, This one, I'm absolutely 100% not surprised. The rate of STDs in Utah is on the rise. And when I say on the rise, the Utah Department of Health reports that gonorrhea increased 714%. Yeah, baby. Not even with teenagers, men in their 30s, 40s, and 50s.
0: Woo, we're number one. Well, here's the thing. Utah does not have sex education. Abstinence only. It's abstinence only here. As you could tell, really works well.
1: Teachers tried. As someone who did sex ed in Utah, teachers tried, but they danced around the issue, right? So they would say things like, should you have... And it wasn't even they didn't say sex or they didn't define the differences in intercourse or like oral sex like that was never defined as being different it was always under the same umbrella so it would always be like if you have contact is how they would describe it you would get this we're not gonna go into treatments on what you can do or like if this is deadly or what this would do to your health or how to watch for it because abstinence is the best prevention and we yeah. want to, pro- we want to focus on things that are hundred percent effective. is like how it was taught to me.
0: Well, yeah. And um, then also when you have like an entire society growing up without any sort of comprehensive sex education, there's also this, like, it's, it's a braid of the worst shit. So that's the middle of the braid. And then you have the other part of the braid, which is this middle class to upper middle class, fucking caucasity bullshit of, like, just putting essential oil on it. Like, there are literally yeah, people... Probably I the highest in state, too. I have <laughs> two mutual friends who both contracted an STI from their sexual partners because their sexual partners knew they had it, but didn't treat it because they thought that they could just fucking all it away. Okay? Two separate women, two separate men. And... So then that's, you know, the left part of the ship braid, And then the right part of the ship braid is just the overarching, like, what would you call that? Fear? Um, like, unwillingness to admit or be forthcoming that you are sexually active and that you should be getting tested and that you need to be talking to a healthcare professional and that ties back into religion well yeah because there's also like not only does that stigma come from religion there's also like a fear that because some of these counties where it's so high are so small that your doctor, you know, is the same guy who delivered you from your mom and yeah. he's friends of the family. And or your you're not bishop. Gonna go to, yeah. You're not going to go to him and tell him that you slept with yeah. someone and now you're fucking coochie itch, you know?
1: Yeah. Or it's – um, there will be cases where, like, if you want to go on a mission or if you want a temple recommend, you have to essentially confess face-to-face to to your bishop, and bishops are just any community leader. Like, there's no training to become a bishop. You're essentially prayed into it. Um, And often cases, like, I don't think that they are given, like, resources to get treated. I think it's just make sure you stop and pray about it. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm actually terrified because my out a temple recommend and i'm like oh my god what kind of pervy shit is she gonna have to disclose well, to the bishop Dude,
0: it's all pervy because it doesn't matter if you're sexually active or not or like if you're coming of age or if like you're publicly have a boyfriend or you've seen holding hands whatever you're 12 years old they put you in and it, like if you're a woman or a girl i should say because you're fucking yeah. 12 they lock you into a room with this crusty old man your bishop and he is asking you you, do you have any of these thoughts or feelings? Have yeah. you ever touched yourself? And like, I'm not even lying to you or exaggerating, like they literally ask yeah. that. And they you have to be truthful or, yeah. or you go to Because hell. they literally sugarcoat this, I'll say it, pedophilia, and they normalize it. Mm-hmm. They normalize pedophilic conversations with minors trying to get them to speak about any like sexual fantasies or thoughts or even you know what i mean anything yeah. anything related to that like they try to pry it out of them even yeah. if those kids answer no 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 it is inappropriate to have an adult Man or woman walked in a room with a child alone, asking those fucking questions. That is pedophilia, and it is hiding under the guise of religious righteousness. And it's fucking disgusting.
1: Yeah, I I have a huge bone to pick with the fact that my d- going to be asked these questions by a grown ass man in a room alone. Like even when I was teaching and I had actual formalized state. Regulated education about what to look for if like kids were abused or sexually abused. I didn't even ask them about it. I was just a mandated reporter because I had about six years of schooling, not enough to even fucking ask. And the fact that people can just be prayed into a spot is so wild to me. And it's also just like, dude, I try to like play, I really do try to play like the middle ground of like, you know, oh, Noelle's just extreme, but I understand people have conflict. I think this is fucking gross.
0: It's disgusting, dude. It's gross. literally disgusting. Because, like, even if you want to pretend that it do- it doesn't have roots in nefariousness, which, fuck you, yes, it does, mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> how many cases go undocumented and mm-hmm. uninvestigated yeah. where a child is put in this room locked with their bishop they're asked these questions and they come forward about it and it's about abuse dude you well, know was um yeah
1: what was even that there was that documentary on netflix i think it was like kidnapped in plain sight where this girl was being Groomed by somebody oh, who was God. under the guise of wanting to be converted into Mormonism. Yeah. And then he and was, was also in,
0: fucking the parents. Yeah. And he was, yeah. they were oh,
1: encouraged God. by the bishop and the church. So at best, like you have a good bishop who maybe doesn't pry into that stuff. Cool. But at worst, if you don't disclose the truth to those things, then you can't be forgiven and you go to hell. Or you don't get to go on a mission or your temple recommend gets taken away. And the very idea that this, these concepts are surrounded by shame create like crazy religious trauma. And that I can speak on because like, I wasn't ever religiously traumatized in my opinion, but some of my OCD stuff is extremely rooted in religion. Like some of the like rituals that I have, like that surround belief and like, obsessions and compulsions are 100% in religion. And it's not like it was shoved down my throat, but it's just like the repetitiveness of that creates, like it goes hand in hand with like some of the things that OCD can latch onto. Yeah. And um, I'm nervous. Like a perfect little angel. I don't know what she would confess to, but if somebody asked her that type of stuff, I would be Reporting it, I would, as if someone came up to me and was like, somebody asked me if I like do X, Y, Z in private, I would mm-hmm. call and mandate as a mandated reporter and report it. But however, because it's
0: from a bishop, that would never be looked into or taken seriously no. in Utah. No. And that and that's the problem, period. Yeah. That's the problem, period. Because like you said, even at its best, even at, even at its best, even if we – You know, this is just a great guy, great community leader. Yeah. You should not be asking these questions to children alone. Yeah. Period. Yeah.
1: Unless you have about a decade of schooling that says you can.
0: Yeah. Like there, it's just, it's so sick. It literally makes me sick to my stomach. And then this is how this all ties in to these rising, you know, sti yeah Yeah. levels in the state because like every here's the thing here's the fucking thing here's a little secret here's a little secret a little secret for all you guys everyone's doing it everyone's doing it everyone is doing it even if they think they're doing roundabout ways that god can't see they're still doing it and when you do it and you don't know about the rules and regulations of the road, if you will, mm-hmm. you end up with leaky dick.
1: Yeah. Well, also a lot of that goes into number four and five of this list. Oh God. And these tie one hundred percent. In Utah has one of the highest rates of prescription drug abuse in the nation, and to tie into that, Utah ranks high in the nation for number of residents with mental health issues.
0: Um, yeah. Absolutely, of course. This is actually something that was brought up with one of our friends who is from a different country, um, and we were speaking to the powers of religion in the places we live. And mm-hmm. for her, uh, Catholicism is the main religion, and very much so toxic machismo combining in with that. And I was telling her how we have a similar type of toxic machismo here, and it Mm -hmm. ties perfectly with um, Mormonism. Yeah, And she was talking about her experience of meeting Mormon missionaries and how one of them was so young, so young, and was ranting and raving about getting married to someone she doesn't know, and having babies immediately. And our friend was like, this blew my mind. I couldn't believe that she was sitting here, a child, Mm -hmm. you know, basically shutting herself off to the worldly experience she was experiencing in that moment. Yeah. Like, talk about how she was excited for like, whatever. And, and she was talking about how it she the way that this girl this missionary was talking about her relationship with this man and the things he would say to her she was like this girl was getting abused she was getting emotionally abused and controlled Mm -hmm. but she was just so happy to like sign her name on the dotted line because that's what the religion told her Mm -hmm. was expected of her and i think that this ties into the high levels of prescription drug use, because you may, you know, have your white picket fence dream and your 5,000 kids when you're 22 years old. Uh And then all of a sudden, you know, like 25 rolls by your husband, who was a stranger that you knew for less than three months before you got married ends up not being the greatest fucking life partner you are unfulfilled because of him. You can't follow your dreams and passions and wants and successes because the church Mm -hmm. has said you are basically a machine for producing children. Yeah. You're going to go to your doctor and say, I'm struggling with my will to live. Yeah.
1: And also you're, you have all these kids and you're also the standard of beauty. Like I had a friend notice like women in Utah are look put together in the sense that like makeup bleach blonde hair like there is that mormon girl aesthetic which maybe it's not so prevalent now but that was a thing in like 2006 2007 well there they was all such look aesthetic. like carbon copies yeah. of each other and if you don't fit into that or if you're a mom who shows up and like you've had a bad fucking day and you're grouchy and you're tired and somebody else picks up on that you're a failure in the community like mm-hmm. the societal pressure here on women is insane like when my sister like could only have one baby she was bullied relentlessly people would tell her that she had a miscarriage because she had a tattoo like Mm. the blame put on women who don't produce babies is fucking insane and i will say that it is i feel like it's worse in idaho in those tiny small towns than it is in like salt lake or ogden or like bigger air bigger cities
0: but it's still an issue Absolutely. Well, also, I feel like I've talked about it before, but there's a thing called transvaginal mesh, and I remember when I first moved to Utah, there used to be infomercials about it. And it was like, talk to your doctor today about transvaginal mesh. And I, I remember after seeing the commercial play a few times in one single day, I knew that like later that week, I had a doctor's appointment to like re up on birth control. You know, they have to like take your blood, whatever, blah blah blah. Yeah. And while I'm in there, I go, hey, quick question for you. What's transvaginal mesh? And they were like, oh, why do you ask? And I was like, well, I'm just, I just hear about it on the TV all the time. I have no idea what it is. Let me tell you what it is. It's a product that came about and is popular in Utah because when young women have a lot of babies with almost the most the most minimal recovery time in between them the bare usually 10 10 months yeah usually Uh about 10 months Uh uh-huh and they're pregnant again and they get pregnant again back to back to back your uterine lining and wall become thin and weak and it starts to slip out and transvaginal mesh keeps it in place so it's a product that had to be designed because young women in this state, we're having so many babies so frequently that their bodies were literally falling apart from the inside out.
1: And Dude, the husband stitch is a thing,
0: too. Yeah, the husband stitch is when, very like, much a thing. If you're
1: giving vaginal birth, the doctor will stitch you up and you like happen to tear, the doctor will stitch you up a little tighter than what is necessary with the tear to make like your uh, pussy hole tighter.
0: Yeah. And then also it causes all types of complications yeah, it's not. pain. A lot of women who end up getting the quote unquote husband stitcher get stitched up more than they actually should. Intercourse from that point on is horrifically painful and uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, So yeah, those all make sense. Those all make perfect sense. Yeah. Also, and there's something to be said about, people who are raised LDS and super fucking closeted and are struggling, you know, with mental health and have high to, suicide rate. Uh, young, yeah. Amongst young males in the country. Yeah. yeah.
1: Cause sure. they, it's go on a mission or don't get married.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I mean like another thing that I was talking about our, with our mutual friend was the singles ward. And I was like, if you want to talk about like, this pressure put on you mm-hmm. from your religion/slash community, you're put into a singles ward where you they're like, Okay, now, now Keith, now Keith, yeah. you now are pulled Keith. from regular church activities
1: and put it's literally called the singles ward. Mm-hmm. They do dances, they do activities. One of the activities, um, I if you have a trained eye, you could spot a singles ward activity. Um, they're pretty easy, but it, you'll see like a chunk of men out somewhere and they'll have shirts with their phone numbers on the back when they're being real obvious. No. But it's literally, and I I've swear never to seen God, that. I maybe you have to be a Utah native, but it is 100% a thing. Um, 100% a thing. Like they go out with a group to like fun places, like restaurants like not bars obviously but they go out in big groups acting loud and fucking fun and it's almost like a fraternity style thing of like okay we have a golden night we're gonna talk to three women like yeah let's do it and then they you know go it's like a well they they r- like rip a
0: roaming you party out, they rip you out of your regular ward your community ward with like yeah. your neighbors and stuff because wards are based off of location mm-hmm. and like you know and they put you into the singles ward with other people in your yeah. your age group to try to purposefully match you up. And then mm-hmm. if you don't get matched up and you turn 30, they put you back in the family ward because you're a fucking spinster to them. Yeah. It's so crazy. It's just like the misogyny is just – that is what the pages of the Book of Mormon are written on.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it just is what it is. Um, yeah. What are the other ones on the list? They're stupid. Um, We're
1: the worst dressed. Look at this fucking wishbone shirt. Do I look like I'm not dressed well to you? I mean look at him look at the little roast. that is a look good at look at him firing that bow and arrow with his little paw
0: that is a good wishbone shirt yeah that is a good wishbone shirt um, but also i do see what they're saying you can only see so much lularoe per capita before yeah, you get more stressed the highest
1: mlm too i think the other one is yeah. like we're the nerdiest and that's probably just because of fan x
0: that's probably, yeah, the Doctor Who people are or really crazy it's out here. probably
1: nerdiest because that's the only quote-unquote subculture that's PG enough for them to really buy into it and find a sense of community outside of their religion.
0: Woo, you nailed it on the head with that one, dude.
1: <gasps> I think we can put a bow on that one. Yeah. Sorry. Man, everyone. I feel
0: like this needs to be a public episode. I feel like we really did some community work. <laughs>
1: <laughs> now nah, make them pay for it.
0: No, Um, I really feel like we should give a, we should do a double release. This is too good. I
1: think I can make the Patreon episode public and then we can just give people a preview to it. If you want. Or do you just
0: want this to be an episode release? I think we should we should do it. We should do a gift. We'll give Patreon something else, like, next week. We'll give them something juicy and fun. That's for them only. But I think we put this on Patreon, and we also put this on the regular feed as a bonus episode. We'll yeah. say, thanks for every time we've uploaded late or skipped a week. This is what you get. Okay. Well, a lot of the bullshit I said was because
1: I felt safe behind the cover of Paywall, but now it's time to, like... Stop being such a pussy. Yeah, nut up or shut up, dude. Um, every time I do talk about like Mormonism, I see some of my very precious Mormon friends in my mind. And you know, it breaks my heart because I hope that I do hope that people are happy in their religion because if you're happy in your religion and you're not hurting anybody, you are fucking fulfilled, man. I wish I could have my cup be that full, but some of this shit how can you not take a step back
0: and evaluate? Well, that's my whole issue is that there is no version of these giant conglomerates of organized religion where you can have your cup full and not be hurting other people. That is not reality. And I hate to say it like, Yeah. yeah, you can put the devil's devil horns on me and talk about how much I love Satan, whatever. I'll tell you that Satan isn't real because God isn't real. And Whatever makes you happy, though. Paint Mm -hmm. me as the villain. But the one thing you cannot paint over what I say is that. Is that when you get these giant organizations who hide tax-free under religious pretenses, but are cashing the fuck in, whose fundamental beliefs hurt other people who have nothing to do with them, who want nothing to do with them, Mm -hmm. want nothing but separation from them for their own ability to enjoy life and have their individualistic pursuits of happiness. Yeah. When your religion is actively, fundamentally, financially attacking those people, you are complicit. Mm -hmm. You may personally not do that. You may personally like the people that your religion persecutes against, but at the end of the day, it's your religion. And I bet you're still paying tithing, which means that your money is going into things like conversion therapy, active lawsuits, propaganda, and law reforms to actively hurt and take away the rights of the LGBTQIA community. Mm-hmm that is actively trying to prevent LGBT families from adopting children, Mm -hmm. who is actively trying to prevent people who have to get food stamps, welfare, and government assistance from getting that without first having to come through the church's hands. You are actively harming and hurting people or the countless, countless amounts of people who are denied access to birth control, sexual health care and education, Mm -hmm. or termination of unplanned or unwanted pregnancies. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: What you are harming people's lives. Like you don't get to hide behind, that's not me anymore because you are your religion and your religion is that. And Mm -hmm. like, I'm so fucking sick of the, like the Mormons build bridges. No. You burn them. Yeah. So, that's all I have to say about that. Yeah, if you follow the money, it doesn't go anywhere good. And yeah, exactly. that's for anything. That's for anything. Um, like, literally. And all of the, like, the canned foods and non-perishables that get thrown out because the doomsday prepping never comes through, that just gets tossed aside and not given to all of the people fucking countless mouths that it could feed in this fucking Mm -hmm. state and then i didn't even touch on the points that we made about the predatory and pedophilic behavior of the prying sexual questions asked to minors children in in private it's disgusting yeah all of it is fucking disgusting if, if anyone
1: like I don't know. I think we do have a couple of Mormon listeners. But if anyone wants to educate us otherwise, like definitely feel free. You can stay anonymous. I dare anonymous. you to try. I dare you uh, to try. <laughs> so- <laughs> oh, you're so fucking aggressive. Well, here's um, the thing. I'll, first you're of all, thank you for listening. Second of all, if thank we you said listening. anything wrong and you want to educate us or feel free, you can even say, like, hey, this is my take. If you want to debate, fucking come on
0: and Please. take on
1: Noel. I will moderate. <laughs>
0: um, And uh, I totally agree. And the one thing that I would also have to say, if everything else, if you're still here listening, is Mm -hmm. um, if by leaving, you lose everything, it's a cult. Sleep on that. Sleep on that. Sleep on it. Chew on it. Smell it. Suck on it. Live with it. Learn it. And that's all I have to say about that.
1: All right. Well. I was going to add something, but it's not going to be nearly as good as that. So I'm just going to say Puffin looks really cute right now and end the recording. <laughs> Wait, I have a good one to say. Okay. Hail Satan. Uh, <laughs> hail charities that do true good in this world. That's a good one, too. Thank you. I thought so. Uh, I have to expand the window. We could have ended on that. Now I have to expand the window. Just hit the end meeting button. Well, you can wrap this
0: part out. You know, you can edit. No, I don't edit Patreon. It just <laughs> up it goes, man. Boom. No.